So, Jordan, I really like the direction we've been going with Nothing's Perfect, but I think we need to shake things up with, like, a new segment. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that we could do something different uh, for this episode. Uh, what do you have in mind? I'm thinking 45 minutes straight of me freestyle rapping. Ooh, ooh, I like that. And then just, like, in the background, every <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes or so, I'll yeah? do a right. Shakespeare quote. <sighs> I love it. Just overlapping the the freestyle yeah. rap, no yeah, like, rhythm. Like, yeah, like one of those, uh, one of those like those audio like copyright protected things. That's like yeah. audio jungle, like one of those yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like Shakespeare quotes. Uh, so do you want to you want to start? Uh, I was thinking you could start. Okay. I feel like, okay. I feel like it'd be a good bookend. All right. Sure. Let me let me start. Cowards die many times before their deaths. The valiant never taste death but once. Hi there, welcome to Nothing's Perfect. I'm Jordan. And I'm Ryan. And we are here to recognize flaws in the things our world has created and eradicate them. That's right, we know that out there there's a parallel universe where everything's perfect, but our mistakes not living in it. That's right. Uh, so we've been gone for a few weeks now, and I am very sorry about that. I am too. <laughs> That's my little song. Uh, but we're back now. Uh, but for this returning episode, we're not going to do things normally. Uh, this episode, since we're getting back What's into the that? yeah, since we're getting back into the groove of things, we decided that we're going to do something a little more compact this time. Uh, we're going to try out this fun little idea that we came up with. And uh, we should get back into the normal flow of things next week. Uh, but today we're going to be doing this new segment we have titled Perfect Fusion. Uh, Ryan, do you want to explain the basis of this? The way it's going to work is we have two of these uh, concepts at the ready. It better not be the same one. Otherwise, I'm going to get really <laughs> mad at you specifically, Jordan. And we're going to say them at the same time. And our job is not only to make something that is absolutely flawless and perfect but also, you know, takes the best elements from both and create what is essentially a fusion of those two things. We will uh, we'll also attribute uh, credits to the to the people who submitted these things yeah, yeah, yeah. after the fact. Uh, All right. So uh, are you, you ready got yours? to make these suckers collide? Heck yeah. All right. Let's do it. On Wait, go. do you hear that? Do you hear that? That's the sound of two trains coming from coming at each other on the same track from the distance. Choo choo. It's coming closer. It's coming One of them closer. Count really, us down. Really weak. Choo choo. Uh, choo choo. The other one sounds very unconvincing. Count us yeah. down. <laughs> All right, on go. Three, two, one, go. Wizard Night 101. Night at the museum. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wizard 101 and Night at the museum. Um, I guess I'll say that uh, Night at the Museum comes from Crazed Cartoon Attic on Tumblr. And Wizard 101 comes from Trashy Badger on Twitter. <laughs> Look at us having diversity in our Jesus. Alright, so first off, Ben Stiller has to be involved in this project. Well, it's easy, because as everyone knows, Ben Stiller is actually a wizard. 
in real life also. Yeah, that's he, that's what I was that's what I was saying. His he worked his magic on me when he made Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I love that movie. First movie I saw with Ben Stiller was Madagascar 2 Escape to oh, Africa. Escape to Africa. So, I thought for the longest time that Ben Stiller was actually an animated lion. <laughs> Imagine my surprise watching Night at the Museum Battle of the Smithsonian and seeing just this night guard with an animated lion voice. But he was an animated lion for those short magical moments. And isn't that what wizardry is all about? Alright, so uh, how do we make Ben Stiller a wizard in Wizard 101? So let's, 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 let's discuss the individual uh, positive qualities of each of these uh, properties. So do you want to start with Night at the Museum? Uh, yes, I would, because I um, did my research. I um, watched Night at the Museum um, as the train was coming. It was sped up times 200, so I may have missed some plot points, but that's beside the point. First of all, um, the casting in that movie is beautiful. Right. Um, Teddy Roosevelt being played by Robin Williams is the greatest thing ever. It's classic. Um, Very good. Honestly, the casting of everyone in that movie is just on on point i yeah even like tiny owen wilson wowing it up is a little very small <laughs> wow boy yeah and they got like an actual egyptian to play an egyptian pharaoh which was like real nice oh yeah for real sorry i just wanted to make the joke about wow boy that's why i brought up <laughs> owen wilson wow it, did you know it sounds exactly like that when those kinds of jokes comes come around it's easy to kind of forget what the original source actually sounds like because you get it's like a telephone That's sort of situation like the, yeah you get all you get all the different variations from different people performing it in their own different special ways and so i it got to the point where i had forgotten what it actually sounded like and i'm like okay it can't possibly sound like wow but then i watched <laughs> a compilation like. and that's exactly what it sounds like he, it he is literally every single one of them is Wow. Like, not that's, that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> it, it sounds exactly like that, and I am living for it. Anyway, Owen Wilson okay, was Okay, so great. first of all, first of all, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, other things that were great about the movie is it's really charming with, like, its wonderful dino skeleton pet friend. Yes, that was um, a good... The giant tiki man who wanted nothing more than his gum gum. Oh, and he said the dum dum a lot. Also, he called was... Ben Stiller a dum dum quite often. And in the end, Classic I think a comedy. lot. I think a lot more Hollywood stars need an Easter Island head calling them a dum dum just to just knock them down a peg. Like I feel like I feel like like Taylor Swift. Like if she was just writing a look, what you made me do. Just like all of a sudden she turned to her left, and a giant Easter Island head was there, just going like, "You dum dum." So that's what I think is some of the greatest features of a night inside of this wonderful museum that we call the museum. <laughs> you, you started that sentence before you had a clear conclusion for it. No, I had a conclusion. It was just a bad one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let me, I'm going to discuss wizard one one a little bit because uh, I've had some yeah, recent, you very have, um... interesting run-ins with wizard one one um, You have a history. Yeah. Wizard one one is now like a part of my culture. Now a part of my uh, gaming channel's ecosystem um, in a way that I was not expecting. Uh, I used to play Wizard 101 a lot as a child. Uh, and recently I did a video of it on my gaming channel, Snapcube on YouTube. Go check it out. It's some very good stuff. And it was just like one of those random things that I did for fun. It was like a highlight style video. I was just messing around, making some dumb jokes about wizards and like how my persona in the video was like this very needy 
like codependent character that was just very reliant on like getting someone in the game to emotionally validate them <laughs> and of course yeah. like when you go up to someone in an mmo and just be like hey i need you <laughs> like like what did yeah, i do wrong little... like like they're not gonna respond warmly for the most part so it was just really funny and like all of my reactions were exaggerated uh so my experience with wizard 101 is pretty recent and even with like the weird negative reception to that video and the crazy amount of views it has in comparison to any other video on that channel, there are some really good positives about Wizard 101. Uh, mainly the fact that the core fighting mechanic is pretty interesting and actually really fun. It's like a uh, it's like a card game, like turn based. I mean, card games are inherently most of the time yeah. turn based, so like. It's kind of redundant, yeah. but yeah, it's it's like this turn-based like card game thing where like all your spells are cards, all your wizard wow. spells are magic cards that you have in your deck. There's this headmaster named Ambrose. Um, the world is pretty neat. It's like it's like a, it's kind of like a knockoff Harry Potter situation. <laughs> There's like owls and headmasters and wizard schools and stuff everywhere. Well, yeah, uh, it's a wizard it, school. Yeah, but it has its own like sense of creativity to it, and also another positive to the to the franchise is the fact that they used to have like these little uh web comics uh about like characters going through the world and they were just like really cute and nice and uh yeah the game is like it's not perfect it's pretty flawed but it's it's got a lot of heart to it you can tell that like the people enjoy it and yeah, the card game stuff is fun too so let's talk about how we can combine these aspects. I think the first well, easy well, well, one... But, well, before we do anything, it's important to yeah. establish first, game or movie. What are we combining these things into? Oh, game, most definitely. Oh, okay, game. All right, now continue. I, I'm going... I mean, at least that's, this is my hashtag vision. Back in the whole, our holy year of 2006, it was very much proven that the stuff that was making the dudes alive in this museum at night uh, was a magic tablet. Emphasis right. on the word magic. Um, whether the tablet is still there or not, it was mainly used as just a MacGuffin as a thing you have to get your hands on so that it wouldn't just be all like Dick Van Dyke trying to punch out a T-Rex. He had <laughs> yeah. something he could actually like handle. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's totally possible if we're going to put these together to just sort of take out the, the um, tablet of Achman Ra, I think it was. How about this? The game is an iOS and Android game. Okay. That is playable on tablets. <gasps> and your tablet is the tablet of Achman Ra. Or, or okay. it's, it's like a console PC game, but just with a companion app for iOS and Android that you can have on tablets where your tablet is the tablet of Achman Ra. I'm, I'm going to drop some, I'm going to drop the shit post veil a little bit. I'm legitimately interested in where we can take this because I have some really good ideas for this. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm down. First of, first of all, I want to keep this uh, companion app idea because I feel like it has a lot of potential. Do you want to okay. know why? Why? So you have your iPad or your iPhone, whatever it may be, and the magic of augmented reality. Ooh. Okay. And if you scan the image, because, like, augmented reality is based on uh, images alone, and most stuff in museums are pretty still. So if you scan it, not only can you get, like, an animated, like, little cutscene of this 3D model saying, like, hey, uh, frickin' Owen Wilson has joined your party or whatever. But also, but also, <laughs> that thing yeah. then becomes a card 
that you can keep in a deck of cards, yeah. which is viewable on your tablet. Yes! And, and, and on top of all that, each card has like a little snippet of information, so you're keeping like the whole spirit of the museum in this game. Okay, okay, so this game is... It's, it's an online adventure card game that involves you exploring environments, scanning... Okay, okay, uh, there, a lot of ideas are coming to my mind right now. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. About my, my, like, I, I'm kind of latching onto the museum thing. I think that it could be like a bonus thing, not necessarily like a play-to-win thing. Otherwise, if you live in like Russia, you're just boned eight ways to Sunday. But like it can be a way of getting bonus cards. Uh, okay, are you talking about like traversing an actual museum? Uh, yes, just for, like, the companion app. That wasn't what I was going for, but that's a neat idea. We'll, we'll, we'll pin that. Yeah, well. Let me put to you this, like, weird idea that I just had. I, I'm in love with weird ideas. Hit okay, me. so, you know how, like, on the 3DS version of, uh, Smash Brothers, uh, there's Smash Run, right? Yes. And the way that Smash Run works is that you are dropped into this big open environment uh, and your job is to gather collectibles that increase your arsenal and increase your abilities and like all your strength and stuff. And then once like a time limit runs out in this open area, you are dropped with the other players in an arena where you then fight using the things you collected and see who wins. Okay, so city trial style. Yeah, what if we did a similar thing with this where on your console or PC or whatever... You are dropped into an open environment that is just a map of a museum. It's just like a fully rendered museum. Your job is to go around and using the companion app, scan things in the museum and grab them as items. And then once time is up, you are dropped into a separate arena where you use where, where you where you fight a card game using the things that you scanned. Two things, one comment, one question. Okay. One comment. I assume that the uh, time limit that's being used um, while you're searching the museum is, of course, a night. Yes. <laughs> so that you can have a night at this museum. All right. Yes. <laughs> so sec- second question. Uh, you say that you use the companion app to sort of like run around the museum. I, is this the com- an in-game the thing app, or is that the- no, the companion app is more like an inventory type of thing displaying all the cards that you've gathered and like scanning things and stuff i i I, it's a very raw idea yeah of course i mean that we're here to cook it up you're not like running around in real life the 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 environment you're running around in is virtual but there could be bonuses to going to actual museums and using your real companion app to scan real things and learning shit yeah i am like jived eight ways saturday (laughs) night thinking about how this is developing i feel like one thing that was incredibly important to the aesthetic of um, Wizards 101 was the Wizards aspect of it. However, we also tried to need to fit the 101 aspect. Like, yeah, like make it a museum within like Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah. It, it could be like, well, we could like we could do like different world museums to like spike things up a bit. There could be like a wizard museum. There could be like a like a ninja museum. There could be Ooh, yeah. like like a uh, like a chef museum for like cooking stuff. Also, Ooh, yeah. I just thought I just thought of a really interesting thing Bring uh, it. to to further incorporate the 101 aspect into it, like the education aspect of it. What if Bring it on. What if, okay. What if uh your player character is a student on a school field trip? 
and like it's it's like fully okay. customizable you can make them like look however you however you want them to look like be whatever you want them to be but they're honest they're a student on a school field trip and the field trip is at the museum and the arena where you card battle is, is the, the bus, bus on the way home. home yes oh that's like a perfect aesthetic <laughs> now it, at first i was concerned because um this is a night at the museum not a day trip to the museum however i've had like plenty of field trips where like we would just go down to the Georgia Aquarium and they just lock us in. Right, right. Do you ever find the concept of it being called a lock-in is, like, super suspicious? It's a little, like, intimidating. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just, just call it a sleepover. <laughs> like, hey, let's go to the Georgia Aquarium. We'll be locked in with the sharks. Just call it, like, an external rump. Like, that's a better name than lock-in. <laughs> like, like, I'm all in. I'm all in for, like, a night of adventure with with all these wonderful aquatic animals or a nice night in at the laser tag location. Once you call it a lock-in, it sounds like we need to get our laser tag guns and, like, shoot the door down like if we want to escape with our lives. Like, hey, kids, yeah. remember to get your parents to sign your permission slips for hostage night. <laughs> all right, uh, so it's going to be a um, nocturnal event. Is that a replacement for the intimidating title of lock-in? Yes, nocturnal event. You gotta change the world one one day at a time. (laughs) One one nomenclature swap at a time. One smackerel at a time. We're changing society. That's the goal of this podcast. Did you just like come up with smackerel? (laughs) I mean, you're you're doing the message well, but (laughs) (laughs) well, like, doesn't that sound like a small increment? A smackerel. It sounds like a very, like, strange variation of a small fish. Well, that's because mackerels are a thing. I need you to say yeah, the word smackerel, and I want you to try and tell me that you don't love saying it. Smackerel. Can we make it a word? Yes. <laughs> this, this, act, this is a smackerel of an episode, actually. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm getting a smart. So, you know how, like, Hogwarts and, like, Harry Potter was all, like... It's not called teleportation. It's called apparition. They're not called non-magic folk. It's called muggles. Yeah. Hear me out. It's okay. not a deck. It's not a... You don't have a deck of cards. <laughs> you have a smack roll of cards. <laughs> yeah, because we can make up words too, JK Rowling. Come try or should you say us. JK Rowling? That's right. We know your secret. You've seen your big eyes. We know you're an owl under all of that writer disguise. J.K. Rowling, if you want to come on the show and defend yourself, feel free. Yeah, we'd love to have you as a guest. Um, So you have a smack roll of cards. Yeah, so you got your little smack right. roll of cards. One thing, one thing that, I've, that I've thought about that I want to try to incorporate. Uh, I've been playing PUBG recently, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Um, you okay. know this. One of my favorite things about uh, PUBG is the intense moment-to-moment encounters. Like, because the whole the whole game is built up of, like, these constant smaller climaxes leading up to the big one at the end when there's, like, ten players left. Yeah. If you can survive that long. Of course, yeah. Uh, and, of course, this would be, like, an online arena and, like, online museum environments. So, how would we incorporate those kind of, like, moment-to-moment encounters leading up to the big one at the end? 
Like you run across I, someone in the museum hallway, you see them, you want to stop them from getting that fish uh, skeleton because that's a really powerful rare card. You want to get it. They're running towards it. How do you stop them? How do we make that exciting? Before we do that, there are a couple questions I feel like need to be sorted out about like the mechanics of this game. Okay. When an exhibit is taken, can it be taken by multiple people or is it only like one person gets it? I, like, I, like I have the gum gum head. You don't get it. It's mine. I, okay. I imagine it would be like, once again, like PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds where like multiple people can have the same thing, but only because there are multiple things in the space. Like, okay. Yeah. If, like if there are two backpacks Someone takes one. There's only one backpack left, but someone can still get a backpack because there's that one backpack yeah, yeah, yeah. left. It's like a it's so like this, a stock in this thing. instance. In this instance, like there's going to be multiple Easter Island heads, all of which wanting varieties of flavors of gum gum. However, anyone can hit that stuff up. Yeah, yeah, but as long as there are some left. Question number two. Um, we're saying each spell, each card is like a spell, right? Some sort of effect or attack or, yeah, just like, like a card game, like a magic card game. Doesn't always have to like, be like a magic spell, but like, it, it's something, so is, something useful in are battle. We, are we gonna have this, are we gonna have this, uh, this card implement thing, is that gonna be a turn-based action, or is it gonna be a real-time, like, use a card, get the effect, have the effect happen? Because if that's the Ooh, case, um, that's can interesting. That. We can, we can like say, hey, you can use the card here to try to stop someone from getting something really cool. However, you won't get it in the final round because you used that's, it. That's really cool. Okay, because I was, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking like it would be like more of a turn-based thing. Uh, but like having it be like a, like a, like a real-time action combat game where cards are just the buffs is also interesting. Oh, I was going to say like, how would you make it like a big battle arena thing inside of a bus if the bus is the area where you're fighting idea still raw yeah like we, we we could potentially make that work with a lot of different game genres like fighting genres like it could be like a side view fighting game like there, there's ways yeah. we can make that work uh we'll figure it out heck, uh what were you gonna heck, we could even we could even make both halves of like both the exploration phase and like the uh in the final battle phase with the cards in it Ooh, that could you know what that could work really well as what? A, uh, a tactical RPG. Oh, yeah. Like the like the grid system, and you get to move a certain amount yeah. each time, and you can choose. That way, um, like, on one hand, you don't quite have the pressure of, like, reflex, twitch reflex, but then again, you're just collecting stuff against other yeah. people. So I feel like something like that, especially since it's a, considered a mind over matter sort of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's interesting, because, like, uh, Mario and Rabbids uh, Kingdom Battle has that kind of like separation of mechanics too where like you're in the overworld yeah. and you're just like moving around freely with the analog stick and like you're you're collecting stuff and picking up coins and like solving puzzles and stuff but when you get into combat it's like a grid-based turn-based movement system that could maybe work for like this separation of mechanic in our game unless you unless like um having that like high octane like like movement from one thing to another is super important for the collection half um that could still just as easily be like a tactical RPG. That way, um, it allows for like a very distinct choice of like, hey, you can either get this one and let X get this one, or you can get that one and let X get this one. Right. Uh, I don't know how how well a turn based thing 
would work in like the open museum environment portion. Cause like the the whole point is it's like a rush to get it's it's like like it's, again it's like a smash run player unknowns battlegrounds thing like it's all about getting there first and stopping anyone from getting in your way. All right. The only, the only reason I'm thinking about this consistency between the two phases is because of the idea of using the cards in each phase. Being yeah. able to use the cards in each phase. Yeah. Well. Okay. Here's here's how about instead of it being instead of like the battle arena. Okay. How about we make it like a third person action game where cards that- are just your buffs. And like yeah. magic abilities, like you have yeah, like basic, to... you have like basic like melee and fighting attacks, and if you're good, those can be really helpful. But your cards are even more useful because they're spells and they are buffs. Uh, yeah. And the way we make that consistent between the two areas is instead of it, instead of like the battle royale segment taking place on the bus, it just takes place at the school. Yeah, and the like... bus is like a little loading screen area. The best part about like uh, stuff like Smash Run and City Trial, which is what um, the thing was based on beforehand, is that um, you never had the same thing at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like one could be like a strength contest. Um, <laughs> we just have like a like a random like quiz show segment where like the the way you win is by using the information that you learned in the museum, and if you weren't paying attention to the info, then that's how you're screwed. Like, <laughs> like little things like that. That would probably be Ooh, a rare yeah. one, just because yeah, that one the definitely high would be rare, especially since you could just you could just like remember it from previous rounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like this. Okay, so let's let's start wrapping up. So what we have is a third person action like battle royale game where mm-hmm. the first segment it's uh, it's online. Uh, the first segment of a round is this big open museum. You're a student on a school field trip. You have like a custom avatar. Uh, you run around in this Wait, museum. Is it, a ma- is it a magic school trip? Always. Please let this be a normal field trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What the so fuck? You start. You start in this open museum environment. The museums are always like different themes, like like a fish museum or like a magic museum. Cool stuff yeah. like and that, like can- a space museum. And the best part is you could easily like uh just put some freaking randomization algorithms in and boom. Yeah, yeah, uh, like procedurally generated uh, museums. Yeah, yeah, that could work. So the museums are like procedurally generated with like different segments and stuff. Like an av- like an aviation segment and like a space segment, that kind of cool stuff. Your job is to run around in this open environment uh and use your companion app to collect information, cards, and items that you find around the museum. Uh, and you can run into other players in this environment, and it's your job then to use your combat skills to take them out before they get the good items that you're about to get. Um, and then once time runs out in this environment, your student goes back to the school on the bus with the other kids, uh, and the bus is like a place maybe you could like edit your loadout and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like organize yeah. your cards, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how we use the bus segment. It's like an organizing yeah. segment, like a little like prepare preparation segment. Uh, and then once everybody uh, admits <laughs> a weird word to use for that, admits yeah. that they're no ready, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you then go back to like the school, the school cafeteria or the gym, depending on the depending on what the randomized uh, event is. Yeah, and then you fight in the randomized event and see who wins. So the uh, companion app you're talking about, that's something that, like, uh, the players have, like, yeah. within the game. 
And then, like, maybe, like, as a bit of, like, defictionalization, like, you can sort of for free give out an app that uh, does the AR thing I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, Where you for go sure. to museums and it gives you, like, a little 3D model and, like, it gives you a little card with a bunch of info on it. Yeah, be, and then that, that'd be, like, a really that, cute, like, promotion for, like, museums in general. Yeah, and, 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 like, those could be, like, you could, like, you could get, like, extra loadouts that you have automatically in the rounds for those. Ooh, yeah. All right, so we have a great concept. I love this. Uh, what should this game be called? Lock-in. Oh, my God, lock-in! <laughs> 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 I I really like it. I actually like that lock in. Oh my god! Uh, I feel like that's a little. I feel like that's a little too like a okay blunt. What was that? What was brisk. that one thing that you said? Uh, nocturnal uh, event. <laughs> that just sounds like what you'd see on like a freaking gray can that like <laughs> describes food <laughs> in like the dystopian future. Hey, I have I have a I have a name. Yeah. Infowars. <laughs> do you think do you think that's taken? Wait a minute, that is taken, isn't it? <laughs> it's one AM, Jordan. <laughs> You're right. Field trip royale. Field trip royale. That's interesting. I was gonna say, what if we just get Ben Stiller on this project and call it Night at the Museum? Yeah. Where's Ben Stiller? Where's <laughs> Owen Wilson in all this? Uh they are skins for your avatar. I was about to say Owen Wilson could be one of the things you collect, like yeah. all the actual cast comes back. And Ben, no, Ben Stiller is an obstacle in the freaking like, he's the, he's actually just straight up the night guard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you got, and like, he'll cause you trouble if you run in his path. You'll yeah. be like, hey, you kids. He'll cause you get some off, shenanigans. Get off my lawn. I'm an animated lion. Get out of here. So we have Night at, Mu night at the Museum tie-in video game that just came way too late. <laughs> And we, um, I was just kind of like combing through like Night Museum being like, are any of these things actually alive? Or, but I figured <laughs> that turning them into cards is making them alive in a very yeah. special sort of way. Yeah, in, in, in your own sort of fashion. You know, I was expecting this to be an absolute shit post. I loved it. I loved this. I really love this idea. We got to do more fusion episodes. This, this probably went way better than like when, we, when I first like did this idea and we tried it it went way better than what that would have been can we yeah. can we tell what that would have been <laughs> yeah it would have been um you did the lorax yeah and i did wheel of fortune <laughs> tune in next time on <laughs> nothing's perfect where we fuse the lorax and wheel of fortune that'll get people to come back and listen oh how bad <laughs> can i be thank you so much for listening to this episode of nothing's perfect this one was a little bit different but we hope that you guys enjoyed it uh if you like this format if you want us to do more of this we really enjoyed it uh so we're happy to just let us know uh in the same place that you can share the show and that is using the hashtag perfectedcast on Twitter and or Tumblr or whatever places. That place is also the same place where you can send suggestions for the show uh, for us to perfect topics and or uh, now combine them. Once again, that is hashtag perfectedcast. Um, and if you do enjoy the show and you want to get more people to listen uh, by getting it up in those iTunes podcast charts, be sure to leave us a rating and a review. We love reading those so much. I cannot tell you just how joyous I get when I see that someone has posted a new review on our iTunes page. 
So if you they're have, all fantastic. Yeah, if you have the time, if you have the desire, please go leave us a review and a rating. It helps a lot. It really does. Uh, lets us know what we can do better, what we're already doing well. We love reading them, so go do that. Uh, and also, if you want to help us out a little bit more, uh, you can donate to my Patreon at patreon.com slash knittinggiantbeanies. And by doing that, you get to listen to episodes a day early, except for this one. Again, really sorry. We're getting back into the swing of things. Uh, but with early episodes, you get to listen to them on Mondays, whereas they are publicly released on Tuesdays. That is the normal format. That is what we're going to try and stick to. Uh, but anyway, with all that being said, I'm Jordan. I'm Ryan. And can I get one more? Yes. Illumination is playing, but only lands on lose a turn every time. You can follow me on Twitter at KnittingGB. You can follow me on Twitter at ChongoTweet or on Tumblr at ChongoBlog. That's the show. Yeah. What a good show, right? We're doing some good stuff. You think my mom would like the show? Um, did she like the Lorax movie? I don't actually know. Probably don't want to know. Hey, boss! <laughs> <laughs>